Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Like not quite hot. Hello, achievers, and welcome to episode number 60 of the Next Level Authors Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step by step progress as we level up our author businesses. You have to do that again. No, you have to do it. My name is Daniel Hampton. Here with me every week is. (laughs) Do it again. This is how we start. (laughs) Sasha Black. (laughs) Ah, How are you doing, Sasha? That was a chaotic uh, start. Thanks for that. Do you remember when we used to be really professional with this show? <laughs> like, and everything was like crisp and clean, and we knew what we were doing, and it was just like wow, professional standard. Like our cameras were shitty, the mics weren't as good. But we were on <laughs> it. We we were there. We were there in the zone. I don't really remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and listened to our first episode the other day, and it was an experience. And when I say first episode, I told you about this. It wasn't actually this. It was. Um, my appearance on the rebel author no it was your appearance on the great writer share that i was listening to and it, it was really interesting to listen to because it wasn't like my other interviews it was like this but for an hour i'm gonna go back and listen to it i'm gonna go listen to it today if i can i think you just should because i want to go here yeah it's yeah. like we were always meant to be friends just buddies yeah we're just buddies yeah. <laughs> we're like soul friends <laughs> <laughs> how's your week been what's been going on tell us about sasha blackness well, juggernauts are all right until they hit like a 26 foot cement wall and then they can no longer move forward. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened yesterday <laughs> when I spent a lot of the day in tears. And uh, uh, I started by crying on you and then I nearly cried on Orna. And uh, yeah, like, so you know how I said I didn't really need a holiday <laughs> like last week listen you don't just just fucking zip that I told you so um but yeah so basically I'm really tired and like the interesting thing for me is that I'm not creatively tired so I don't feel creatively burned out because every time I open my laptop to write words the words come so I would much rather be this kind of tired than I would creatively burned out because oh, I always yeah. find that's dangerous, like for, for business. So basically I'm just like physically exhausted, mentally exhausted. And um, so yesterday I booked out two weeks off in August with sort of an additional half a week in at the end of July. And then I said no to some things. I, I'm not going to do Monday accountability for the next two weeks. My lovely, very generous admins are going to do that for me. And I have got no more evening things booked for like two and a half weeks. So I'm hoping that that is going to enable me to recoup a little bit. But apart from that, uh, I'm also in a very dangerous position because I also need to really ramp up the launch preparation <laughs> because I meant to launch book at the end of July. And uh, yesterday I had five coffees. So there's that. How are you doing? 
I love that sudden energy change as well. But like, I think I, I really appreciate you being honest and kind of like sharing that because we talk a lot. This show is obviously the next level of this podcast. And I think one thing that has become apparent over all the episodes that we've done is it's not just about like leveling up craft and, you know, writing more. It's about like all the stuff in between. And given, you know, the shit show that was 2020 and the sequel 2021, um, like it's, yeah, it's, it's good to share that, you know, it can be tough. And I think that we've, we've spoken about this off air before and with a few other people, like I do also think this is one of the burdens of leveling up and really going through these frictiony periods of transition between what you were doing, suddenly all this demand and all this extra stuff that's like going on. And then like, how the, how the fuck do you manage that? How do you go from, you know, being where you are to being where you're about to go? And what does that transition period look like? Because I feel very much like I'm in the same position. Like I've started outsourcing some things, um, which I'm very, very excited for. And just, uh, I've had like, not since like, cause I know last week I was like, no more revelations, but like just the number of mindset shifts and things that happened over the last year, um, all in a good direction, but it's, it's tiring. And a lot of it is sort of mentally draining and you need, you need those um, things to look forward to in terms of breaks and recuperation. And one thing that, so I, I've done a lot of planning this week, so I'm very, very brain foggy and I've been like more tired in the evenings than I have for a long time. And like, it's not because of my food, because I'm eating okay, like better than I normally do. Um, it's not because of exercise, because I've been doing that like in a, in a good way and like ramping or doing bits of that to, to keep me going. And it's not because of sleep, because I've been sleeping better than I have previous weeks. It's just literally because my head is going like a thousand miles a minute. Like we spoke a couple of weeks ago about um sort of core values and you know what's the binding idea that brings people to you and the, the thing that people can follow and i last week well over the course of this week have worked out what mine is so now i'm on that uh, treadmill of activating it and making it happen and it's uh, uh and uh yeah it's because i've like i kind of stumbled into author services and helping helping authors and along the way because did you was... know or were you kicked and shoved into it all right well either way i ended up stumbling <laughs> <laughs> you, you had a mean a, kick a, on you you had a soul friend there to pick you up <laughs> oh jesus christ from the villain queen um but yeah Listen, so the, the caffeine is kicking in darling this is going to be a fun episode uh -oh. but yeah so like i kind of stumbled into it so there was no real strategy it was just a case of like okay let's let's see what we can do have some fun and now i'm at the point where i am looking at the wider board of like how to really make this impactful um and the different things that i can do to like serve different people because we had conversations before like i don't know october time last year about um how i don't like the idea of excluding people because they can't financially like commit to a thing so it's that's in my mind in terms of like how do i serve people who aren't as financially well off people that you know do have a bit more money to invest like what kind of services can i offer to different people and i've got all these ideas spinning and when i say all these ideas this board has been switched about four times this week with like different brainstorms and different parts of like the business and how it's all going to work um hashtag ideation number seven yeah and it's all it's all twisting around the central idea which is really cool because like i say when I, I stumbled into it so there was no real strategy like um even my podcast when i started the great writer share it was just how do i connect with other authors there was no sort of like wider thinking in terms of like how that would link and help people and, and whatnot so yeah a lot of a lot of what i'm working on at the minute is 
bringing that together but it's it's very brain draining because I've had to give myself like a few hours at a time to just let myself think and that's much more exhausting than I think um I realized uh yeah but then I've also this you week should, have you have you have you watched the ideation quickcast no I should probably check that out yeah I watched it yesterday you might um you might find some because my problem is always organizing the ideas. Like I'm really good at like writing stuff up and like getting them out. But at the same time, like I, I, I'm not like a binder type, like file system person. I just kind of like take it in. Yeah. Watch the ideation quick cast. Yeah. You have input as well. So you may find that those two need to work together because input is the strength that's really good at organizing information. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, maybe watch the input one as well and see if there's something that. Yeah tickles your noggin <laughs> here we go um but yeah on top of that i've i've been on a couple of different podcasts and youtube channels this week i was on caitlin duncan's um well we've recorded that episode that's going to go out in early june about the self-publishing blueprint i spoke to uh, a lovely chap called matthew harms on the pen podcast um and he's a new york ghostwriting book coach type service person and that was a really really fun interview um and then i've also been finalizing all the ideas for the 90-day book camp which i'm going to be promoting very 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 soon and by very soon i mean by the time this episode goes live on tuesday everything will be up on the website for people to get involved in if they want to write a book in 90 days it's exciting love it yeah um, that is exciting yeah what's something that you've enjoyed this week so two things <laughs> sorry but that's where we're at um i have been watching the so clifton strengths the things that i always talk about they uh, also have a name called Gallup, but I was on YouTube watching some of, like, rather than Becca's quick cast, I was watching the Gallup Clifton stuff on competition. Um, well, just the organization who actually, like, created them mm. them and coach, you know, does all the training for coaches and stuff. So, like, the the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was watching their, their, their quick cast, their, like, YouTubes about... Um, competition and I've written like four pages of notes and I started to think about um like maybe you know how people talk about writing to market well I'm mm-hmm. thinking about writing to strength um and like maybe writing books that work with or that um what's the word I'm looking for that like there's some kind of synergy between the trope and my strengths so um I'm very early days in thinking about that. It's a long way off yet. I still have to finish uh, <laughs> Scent of Death and another book before I get there. But it, but also because I'm an input girl, I will be inputting books in that sphere. Anyway, <laughs> pardon me. And then the second thing, Scott sent me a book <laughs> because he's a wonderful bastard. He's a glorious bastard. And um, he sent me a book called Effortless by Greg McCowan, something like that. He wrote Essentialism. Okay. And um, yeah, something like that. And there were a couple of quotes that I thought I might uh, just, if I can find them, look up. Um, But basically this book is about how we often uh, make everything hard for ourselves, like how we say things like, oh, um, you know, 
well okay no so a different way of phrasing it we wear burnout like like it's a badge of honor and I was like oh (laughs) I can definitely take pride in saying that I work really hard but he is all about questioning that and um you know he I should have probably prepared this a bit better (laughs) okay so um it goes for some the idea of working less feels Uh, working less hard feels uncomfortable we feel lazy we fear we'll fall behind we feel guilty for not going the extra mile each time this mindset conscious or not may have its roots in the puritan idea that the act of doing hard things always has an inherent value uh puritanism went beyond embracing the hard it extended to also distrusting the easy and that was a bit of a like oh fuck moment um yeah this kind of comes back to something that i'm sure i've spoken about on this before where i anything that i I discount my own value when i feel like something is easy yeah even though so you you might need to read this book Mm. and i also i can't remember where i got it from a few years back but i now am very careful when people are like oh how are you i will very very rarely because i try and consciously stop myself go oh i'm so busy and instead we'll like just switch that with I'm really productive at the minute or just like something that twists it around in terms of like the positive spin rather than kind of like just focusing on the negative because everyone everyone's busy but it's yeah don't it, there's no point wearing that as a badge of honor because it's it's not healthy for anyone another two other quick quotes all too often we sacrifice our time our energy and even our sanity almost believing that sacrifice is essential in and of itself mm-hmm. And then, um, like, so the question that he, like, poses the whole book around says, when faced with a task that felt impossibly hard, she would ask, is there an easier way? And so, like, one of the examples was um, there was a printer and he had, like, a secondhand printer that he was getting rid of because he had a new printer. And he just, it just sat there for, like, two weeks because, um he it, you know he had to deal with the ink and deal with taking it to the place to the dump or like selling it and then you know giving a receipt out and blah 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 so he just he just didn't deal with it and then he was like wait a minute is there an easier way and he saw somebody from a different office walking around or something like this and so he just went and said to him do you want a free printer and then it was dealt with in like two minutes so the first thing that this has made me do um is to stop and go is there an easier way to deal with my emails I don't have the answer, but I'm asking the question and hopefully the universe will give me one. I've also decided, not that um, she knows, but I'm going to hand my VA a tiny bit more of podcasting stuff um, just because it's like another thing for me to remember to do and I always forget to do it. So um, I'm going to hand that over as well Um, and we'll see what else. I I don't want to hand too much more over because... um, just like financially I want to pay my tax bill off and stuff first Mm -hmm. and then I think I'll feel more comfortable to then outsource a load more stuff um but yeah anyway those are my things what have you enjoyed I love that um so I enjoyed the fact that in the UK you can now visit people indoors and hug again so I saw my nan and my granddad and I saw my sister and her boyfriend um and just had like a quote normal evening um and it's weird because with family and friends there is that level of comfort where i trust them but there is still a hesitation when i go out in public and i'm near other people 
So there's still that kind of like nervous energy when you're walking through the high street or for example, like Monday I went into um, a local coffee shop and sat down inside the coffee shop the first time, which was awesome. Got so much done. Um, but there was still that, that sort of pandemic cloud. But then going to my sister's uh, last night for dinner was very much like, just like old times again. It was just, it was, yeah, really nice. Um, and also I've, I've put down on my notes, like I've really enjoyed deep planning. I've really enjoyed giving myself permission to, think um and really sort of strategize because i'm i'm very much i think um is activator in my top five so my top 10 i think it's six because we're the same yeah um so i'm very much a case of like if i have an idea it I is instantly, six yeah i instantly just how do it. i know your strengths like and you don't because your I individualization achiever learner input positivity activator ideation command focus harmony she's reading this off a sheet for listeners yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that would be impressive if that was just literally out your noggin um, i probably could have done it if i'd thought about it but i wouldn't I have been able to do five. it that fast <laughs> but yeah so uh yeah so i'm very much okay like, i'm very much i'll have an idea and i'll just make it happen whereas it's difficult for me at this point to sit and go okay for this to work in the best way that it can i need to take that time to think so i'm still like actively doing the work to piece all the piece together but i am looking at the bigger picture instead of just going like here's a thing so that's been something that i've enjoyed um weekly confessional sasha will do cp edits on side characters and sit and write in a cafe i did both of those i finished cp edits <laughs> i uh, have i was gonna just send it off and i was like no do you do due diligence and reread it one more time on pro writing aid? So I'm going to chuck it in there and go through it uh, over the weekend. I don't know if I, part of me doing that is also because I'm struggling to let go, if I'm perfectly honest. Like I feel sick over letting this one go. Don't know what's wrong with me. I'm such a dick when it comes to. I hate this bit. I hate it. I love having got it out and published it, but the bit between finishing the first draft and getting it out is the hardest bit of the publishing process for me because I just my brain is like a cannibal. Anyway, and then I did sit in a coffee shop two days running. I think I did Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday. I can't remember. Maybe Monday. Monday, Tuesday. I think the same day as I did. Yeah, different coffee shops. Um. But yeah, that was that's exciting. I will. I've said I will do ninety day to book camp planning, um, which I've done. Like I said, the website will be live and ready to go for the Tuesday when this airs. Uh, but for anyone who basically wants to jump over, the the idea is I'm taking a very very small group of authors, so it's going to be like a mini mastermind, a mini sort of one on one with myself, going through bits and pieces like craft mindset, actually how you get to the end of that first draft, and uh, I am launching that. That's going to be running from the first of July for 90 days or three months um and yeah that's all that's all in place so if you're interested to get over and check that out i also said that i'd uh do some va hiring actioning and i i did i spent an hour and a half two hours chatting with um the va about what i want you know how it's going to look because primarily this is for my social media because like i'm all right with social media i'm not bad but it's just another thing that like i forget a fair chunk of time that i could be leveraging a lot more effectively so um they were fantastic sat down went through all the ideas sent all the over stuff that should be happening in the next couple of weeks um and then also sit in a cafe and 
write and update one website page, which I did this morning. So yes, have... 11 minutes before deadline. Hmm. Yes, it's before deadline. <laughs> it counts. Um, Patreon updates. I don't think we have um, a new patron this week, but if you would like to be a patron and join us on our next uh, patron Q&A, which is on the 14th of June, um, then you can by visiting patreon.com forward slash next level authors. I don't get why that's so difficult for you. <laughs> it's the name of the fucking podcast. <laughs> well, like, you know, yeah, anyway. The next level authors. <laughs> yeah um, level ups level up yeah so um my wife is texting me my wife <laughs> yeah come and join the podcast darling um so the next uh level up yes right level up level up i did get it it's kate kate holdsworth so she said it cost me over two thousand dollars for my first audiobook recording and i decided not to pay for any more i recorded my next audiobook myself in my walk-in wardrobe i learned to edit and master and beta readers loved it i just had it accepted to find away voices only 29 more novels to go feel <laughs> smug and leveling up that's um crazy amazing and also really good use of leveraging that backlist and just bring it out in another format because that's another product and can make more money. Exactly. Uh, comments. Last week's question, number 59. How do you soul search? Okie dokie. So CJ Dainton. Yeah. Yeah, me too. CJ Dainton said, I need quiet and time. When it happens, it's symphonic. But mm. in current pandemic terms, searching my soul is more akin to searching a kiddie pool for a rogue poop. <laughs> no one really wants to, but you'll do anything to get the screaming to stop. Um, <laughs> so Nathan Scammell said, I don't think I've ever soul searched. Maybe why I have no idea what I want or what I'm doing. Meg Jolly said daily all the time. Uh, shouting into the void, hoping one day uh, it shouts back with some answers. In all honesty, um, it's like the delicate bloom of a flower unfurling one layer at a time. With a lot of reading, reflection, meditation and journaling, I uncover, explore, understand the truths that were always there. Can you tell this is a podcast uh, for writers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Luke Condor says journaling helps meditation walking the dog or going for a long run uh, a while ago I did this exercise where you close your eyes and imagine your perfect day picturing everything in as much detail as possible and that really helped me think about what it is that I actually enjoy doing or want to be doing Edwin says, I pray. It works best when taking a long walk at one of the local river parks. Sometimes when at work and unable to go more than a block or two from the building, I'll go up to the roof parking and walk around up there. A nice road trip taking a route I've never driven before is also a great way to work through an issue. And I'm looking for the forward to the day when it's feasible again. I love all of those. It's beautiful. Um, Okay, so if anyone that wants to drop uh, comments and things, always over at the Facebook group. We've got the YouTube, we've got the Patreon, loads of places to to have your uh, comments read out on the podcast. But now, drum roll. That wasn't a bad drum roll. Um, 
question it of the week. actually muted out, so we didn't actually oh, hear it. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck you, Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was really good as well. Okay, we'll just insert a drum roll effect. Um, question of the week. So this is very, very relevant to some of the stuff you've been saying, which is always nice when they come together. What just, a fucking surprise. I find this really interesting because I do think... Like, I'm just trying to think of a question and I feel like it's a random question that I pulled, but then there does seem to be a synergy between like, obviously the stuff that we talk about a lot, where we're at, like just, and I don't know, it, it just seems to become relevant, but I don't think you're going to like me for this question. <laughs> the question is, what one thing can you give up and what one thing can you double down on? I hate you! Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hate you! Why are you going to be like this? Why you got to be so Oh, this is so mean. Mm -hmm. So mean. Mm -hmm. You're so mean. I was going to do the question that I told you that I was going to do yesterday. That would be even meaner. Oh, fuck. Um... Might have to have a part two of this question after all, because what in today's episode mm -hmm. you're horrendous all right um right double down this week i asked myself how can i do more with what i already have and i gave myself 15 minutes looking at my whiteboard with no sound and uh, just quiet time staring. And I wasn't allowed to do anything else other than stare at my whiteboard. And it was shocking that, that, that I realized I have not had any thinking time in a really, really long time. I'm too busy just charging forward. Um, and one of the things that I came up with is that each of my books, regardless of whether or not I do an in-depth course, each of my books should have like a, a 60 minute or a 90 minute masterclass. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've been considering doing is launching side characters with a masterclass. And like, if I do the masterclass, it will probably be like, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 bucks, something like that for the hour. But then you'll get the book as part of the masterclass um or you'll get the workbook or something I don't know um anyway and so like I thought it was a really good idea and I think you know once I start um doing the classes for the other books that would be good I haven't actioned it and I haven't done anything about it. It's just sat on my board. So I suppose I could double down on the courses side. Um, I mean, what I really want to double down on is the words, but. Um, but. Don't know. There isn't really a but. It's just a void between. But there's so much shit in the day. That's what uh, that's what the butt is. There's so much shit that I shouldn't be doing that I am doing that's in the way. Um, I don't know how to answer the other half of this question. <laughs> I 
I don't know, buddy. I literally don't know what I should give up or what I could give up. I literally don't know. So I don't know how to answer that, I'm afraid. It's not good enough. I asked the question. <laughs> I know, but I don't know what you want me to say. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I could give up. I'm not going to give up podcasting, am I? <laughs> so by give up, that can also by proxy mean let go in terms of like outsourcing to people or doing like something that you don't have to actively be doing that will still benefit your business. Like what? I don't know. I don't know what else there is. I can't afford to outsource anything else at the moment. So I can't. So the only other option is to give up stuff. And I don't know what else I would give up. So like, cause this is something that I've been really thinking about a lot over the last few weeks slash months and something that's kind of organically been happening anyway. Cause um, I, I definitely feel like 2020 was my most productive year, but it was also my most saturated year in terms of like everything I was doing. There was no headspace. Like it was just, it was creation. It was podcasting. It was running the business and just, you know, getting to the point in which I was doing as much as I physically could. And I genuinely believe that I was like, that I didn't really have much left. Um, and obviously this year, my whole thing has been balance, which has been questionable <laughs> at best like it's definitely it's definitely better than it was like i'm but, not laughing at you i'm laughing at me <laughs> but i i have a whole long way to go but i mentioned on this podcast a few weeks ago that i had about i don't know eight different projects on my board and i've wiped a load of those off um and for me i've just been looking a lot at just readjusting expectations um obviously we got to the end of our tax year in end of march beginning of april so i was able to like look at my income, what's sustainable, what's working, you know, what's the most effective use of my time crossed with the stuff that I enjoy as well. And for me, I don't think this answer is going to surprise anyone, but the thing I'm doubling down on is um, author services because it really, at the minute, is the thing that is bringing me light. Um, it's the thing that, you know, I'm, I'm working with authors, whether that's in my writing group, whether that's in sort of um, my coaching uh you know this up and coming sort of 90 day book camp that that kind of stuff like the feedback i'm getting from people is just really really uplifting um for myself and it it's helped me find a piece of me that uh i've i've not had in in years like i was showing you earlier sort of this this um parkour camp that i led back in 2012 i was watching myself in that video and just being like that guy was like he was he was fucking on it like he was energetic he was confident he led this like i still and this is a slight tangent, I still look back at that event and I think I have no idea why I ran it, why I did it. I made no money from it, but I had like 50 free runners from across the country come together and have like such an amazing week together. Um, I couldn't even take part because I had a broken wrist. Like I just, I just did the thing and coordinated. And it's that stuff that like, th that stuff really does give me energy. And I think when I was in my full-time day job, because I was leading a team, I was under like pressure from upper management and everything else. It changes that dynamic a lot. So you're a leader, but you're not really a leader because you're kind of forced to do things that you don't really want to do because it's just the way that like corporate works sometimes. So, you know, working with these authors and, and we've, we've been working on um, creating a trailer for the writing group um, in which people are kind of like saying what they've got from it and everything else. And, we're at the point where it's been going on for about six months and people are publishing books. So I'm seeing like books come out of it and like people's like writing lives change just in general. 
Um, and yeah, that stuff's just like lighting my fire. So I'm doubling down on author services because I really believe that like there's a place for everyone to be an author, not everyone to be a best-selling author, but for everyone to find like joy and passion and fire in their writing. Um, I'm also doubling down on, this is kind of linked into that. So it's not a trick part of the question, but in terms of what my niche is with um, sort of author services, I'm, I'm looking into basically just doubling down on mindset and productivity because like I enjoy craft, I enjoy marketing, I enjoy business, but I feel like they're all covered. Like there's, there's loads of people out there teaching that kind of stuff. And the thing that again, fuels my passion is mindset and learning like how people think. I love the psychology of it. I love, you know, finding ways to improve and do more without actually having to physically take more time out of your week. Um, so that's, that's kind of like my double down. That's, that's where I'm heading. And then in regards to things that I'm letting go or things that I'm giving up um, and giving up is a bit of a harsh word. It was a bit of a trick word for the question. Um, I am, I, I'm careful I'm going to say this because like I'm, I'm this is not an announcement that I'm giving up fiction because I'm 100% not but like I'm deprioritizing my fiction because I've got stuff working anyway but one thing that I do really miss at the minute because of the amount that I'm ghostwriting um is wait so let me pull back so the reason that I'm taking these directions is because at the minute I've got my coaching I've got um my ghostwriting which takes up a lot of my time I've got my own fiction projects that I'm working on and they're three mini businesses in themselves so what i really have worked out that i need to do is focus on one hardcore get that to a point in which it's sustainable it's doing what i want it to and then look at the other stuff and one thing that i really do miss about um my old day job was the fiction was the passion the fiction was the hobby and like i miss that being like the escapism because at the minute it's become a job so i'm still working on fiction 100% but I'm slowing down the intensity that I'm writing the fiction with because like last year I published 26 fiction books um across like my own and ghost writing like 10 of those eight of those eight of those books were mine and that's too much <laughs> like I keep saying I don't want to write fast so I don't know why I'm writing fast like there it is um so yeah I, i'm putting my fiction back into or I'm, I'm basically just readjusting the expectations so rather than going like my original plan at the beginning of this year was to have like three books out by now and i'm still working on the anthology with julie and everything else i've just gone okay i'm going to do these but i'm just i've just got to be smarter and push them back because i can't do this all at once and i want to do things as effectively as possible so that's kind of my long-winded answer um i'm not like when I say give up, I'm not giving up fiction at all. I fucking love it. But I am readjusting the expectations of how quickly I can deliver. Because also like, yeah, yeah, I'll leave it there. Well, it's really difficult for me because like when I ask myself what it is I want to be doing, it's the craft stuff and fiction that's it that's what I want to do and I I'm doing the craft stuff I'm not necessarily doing the fiction as fast as I want to be you know I have written two fiction books in the last year I just haven't published them um so I am doing what I want to be doing but I'm doing too much of the other stuff and I'm not even sure I can identify what it is that I'm doing and that's mm -hmm. why I think I find it so hard to tell you what it is I can give up 
What's the part B? What part B? You said there was a part B, part two to the question. No, I said maybe this is a question that we follow up in August. Oh, I see, I see. I mean, can you see shit I should be giving up? I don't know the ins and outs of your, your day to day. So it's difficult to say that. Yeah. Is there are still specific things where you're like, I'm doing this day. I'm like, I didn't even know you did that. <laughs> like what? Like your live podcasts that you were doing. Live podcasts? That you did on Monday. Oh, I, didn't even I know see. They were but yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Maybe I need to write down everything I do in a week. Although that is long. And then rank them one to ten in terms of like necessity priority importance mm. it's a hard question it, it is i think for for anyone obviously like for you most of all because of the situation currently in i do think um as i've said a thousand times on, the, on this podcast before like the rest will help you because you're very good at advocating for other people to take a rest and then those people listen to your advice and they have a rest and then they kind of get all fresh-faced but maybe someone should heed their own fucking advice <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about and it's clear that I have already booked time to have a rest in a couple of months time so you know I can't I cannot organize it any sooner than that Mm -hmm. um but you know I'm now working twice as hard to make sure I can take that rest Uh, (laughs) 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 which is just the most ridiculous thing in the world Uh but it's true welcome to self-employed life I no right i mean like, literally saying that to, to, to have to have that week off that i had like a few weeks back i literally had to have a fifteen thousand word day <laughs> I know. like this is the insanity of it like in order to take off a tiny bit of time i've got to work 10 times as mm. hard as i already am hard working yeah and then i'm like i'm just gonna be you know that gif of that little girl being dragged around the um, yes merry-go-round i love <laughs> like, that just face down like, <laughs> i know that's like my favorite gift ever yeah and i like literally just feels like what i'm doing to myself that's all i'm gonna do the whole two weeks off i'm just gonna be like that <laughs> um, just in case you someone handing you a drink yeah so dan okay. you're gonna have to get someone to fill in for me for those two weeks okay cool Ooh. Let's go to my yeah. pool of guests. I nominate Chris and Caitlin. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe good. because I but know yeah. Chris is going to ask a brutal, savage question. <laughs> oh, she, no, I'm going to ask her. No, that won't be fair. No, yeah. you have to. Get, she's so good at asking questions. Okay. She's going to be the question asker. Okay. I'll organise it for you. Don't worry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's that juggernaut. I know, right? She back. She found a way to us. Stab me on that sniping. Oh wow! Stab me, stab me. <laughs> okay, um, sounds good. I, I, yeah. So, okay, I'm gonna add something to my list of to do this week. Okay. Um, cool. So, the question we're gonna be asking everyone is: What one thing can you give up, and what one thing can you double down on? And Sasha, how are you leveling up your business this week? Right. So I am going to write down a list of everything I 
not everything I do this week, but all of the things that I am like doing, I don't know. It, I know what I mean. I'm not going to like track every single minute of my time, but I want to write a comprehensive list of what I'm doing so that. Um, Are you doing just business or personal as well? No, just business. Like, how can I? What, how can I, I can't get rid of, st I can't stop parenting, can I? <laughs> stop parenting, Jesus Christ, that took a leap. No, more like, oh, um, like, for example, I'm much, much slower at replying to people because I've like basically told myself I don't have to reply to people straight away. Oh, like, it, it, honey, I have been there for so long. Like, I have got four text messages that are two days old that I haven't replied to yet. So I'm like, that is a thing. The only people that get in immediate responses are you, Chris, yes. Caitlin, <laughs> Helen and Susie, and that's about it. Like, nobody else really gets an immediate response, not even my family. <laughs> there you go. And for people wondering, that was my phone ringing in my house. You're not going crazy. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's the first thing. I'm going to write a list of all the shit that I'm doing uh, business-wise. And then, uh, see, Chloe, actually, funnily enough, Chloe came up with a fantastic solution uh, to something that we can give up. Chloe bought Cordelia this week. Cordelia is our new robot Hoover friend. <laughs> and, um, and No, but she's called Cordy. So I was like, okay, so her name's Cordelia. And Chloe's hey, like, you're not naming the fucking Hoover Cordelia. And I'm like, but we, that's already her name. So it's already done. So let's... I don't, I don't understand why this is still a conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, like, it's clearly her name. It's fucking written on the machine. Anyway, and like, Cordy is my new best friend. She is amazing. And do you know how many times we've had to Hoover this week now? Zero. One time. Oh. One. No, we did. We always, like, Chloe has, like, got OCD. So we, we do, we keep the house quite clean. Um, and so I did a massive, like, top to bottom Hoover yesterday. But normally i hoover every day every single day the house gets wow hoovered. and because yeah because of cordelia um we've not had to hoover we've we've done one hoover this week so that's already something that we've given up and she don't found watch um don't watch the new season of love death and robots because that's got a kind of like cordelia style robot that comes alive and like starts like killing people so don't watch that why would you why would you such a good show like anyhow yeah um Okay, so that's number one. Number two, I'm going to do my best to get my book off to the editor. And number three, I am going to find a template for the masterclasses that I'm going to do because I find that bit the most difficult. It's I'm going to be watching you closely on this one make a decision on the template why because it's something that i'm looking at as well not for now i better but... write these things down what 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 do you mean it's something you're looking at master classes i'd like to run some oh if i'm allowed <laughs> no uh, uh, master class template list of shit and what was the other thing i said uh, no, oh no i don't really, really listen to you off. i know you don't <laughs> to editor, if possible. Yeah. Okay, that's me done. How about you? Home I home? am going to finish the web page for the 90 Day Book Camp and get that promoting. Um, I've got to carry on promoting collaboration for authors. I am going to action the first stage of designs for 
this new project that I'm doing, um, which is the thing that I mentioned at the beginning of the, the, the show. Um, oh, there was another thing that just had in my head. Ghostwriting? That's, that's a given anyway. That's not, that's not a, like a task for the show. It's just something I have to do anyway. Um, oh, and do an update one more of my web pages. So I can like get to the point where they're all in new style. Oh, I'm going to add finished Scott's book. The book Scott sent me. Yeah. Also, is it next week for we're meeting? Oh God, I don't know. Is it? On Friday. Oh. We can discuss that in a minute because that clearly sounds like yeah. a very excited session. <laughs> Good thing I don't take this shit personally. Oh no, honey, I want to see you. I'm just like I saved the tears for the work. Off camera. <laughs> Sasha, wow. why don't you love me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. You're just such hard work. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm the best friend you ever had, bitch. <laughs> I know that's not true. Um, I Kay. am the friend you never wanted. <laughs> Genuinely, like holy crap. So let's end it there before it devolves any further. Uh, but yes, thank you everyone for listening as always. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. Ain't no mountain high. Close all the things. Ain't no valley low.